Worshipful brethren, brethren all, welcome to Freemasonry in seven minutes or less. In this episode, we'll be asking what happens during a Masonic rite of initiation. Well, what can we say? It's a secret after all. Perhaps we can start with one of the oldest claims made by new candidates, that being the ritual use of a goat in initiation. Any info on this, please? Well, yes, first of all, there are no goats. This uh, goat chestnut comes from the way that um, speculative masons used to disparage the masons in the competing Grand Lodge of the ancients, what we previously talked about as being operative masons. The ancients had uh, the patron saint, uh, John Evangelist, and he is celebrated on December 27th which is in the house of Capricorn or the goat. So the operative masons called them goats. And that's it, <laughs> the end of the story. Um, so yes. um, there's no pan, baphomet, animal sacrifice or lewd revelry? Nope. <laughs> no, that's a shame. Boring. <laughs> well, I believe that the first degree of the initiation is actually the most important of the three. It may not be so dramatic, but as um, a, uh, our brother uh, Harry Haywood in his book, Symbolical Masonry stated, among the three degrees, there is not one more eloquent act than the bringing of the candidate to light. Very eloquently put. So what makes this uni uh, initiation unique? Well, firstly, there are two things I believe. First, um, First is, this is the candidate's first experience in the lodge. So we want the brethren to make sure the ritual is perfect. Uh, for example, the thunder and lightning section, when the candidate first sees the three great lights. Secondly, the ritual is done to awaken the candidate's soul to start on a metaphysical journey of awareness. So what is particularly interesting to me, and of course I cover these is in my books in great detail, is that there are only two organizations in the world that use light to initiate candidates. And those are Freemasonry and Taoism. Neither are a religion, uh, despite what people might believe, think about Taoism, uh, it is, Taoism is, like Freemasonry, it's a way of life. In contrast, religions either use water or fire to initiate their members. And this is of the most importance, utmost importance, because it is the light that the candidate is looking for in each degree, hoping to obtain more light. Interesting. I didn't know that it was only Freemasonry and Taoism that used the light to initiate a candidate. Yeah. So um, this logically leads on to ask the question, what exactly is the light? Yes, so uh, good question. <laughs> this is not quite as straightforward as it seems. Uh, the rituals are very deep, philosophically speaking. So Freemasons have to research to find the answers themselves. Of course, they could read my book, Freemasonry Initiation by Light. 
may I just interject and say, please read Brother Earnshaw's book rather than internet sleuthing for the light, lest it lead you to one of the questionable personalities with numerous videos out there on the internet. Mm. What can be inferred between the lines of the writings of the medieval alchemists who were writing in codes and in such works of the Zohar? A, a casual disclosure will be more than likely to hinder your progress rather than accelerate it, I think. Yeah, so this is uh, people forget that alchemy and all these what we call occult sciences, everybody used codes. Um, and if you weren't on the inside and didn't know what the code was, so um, <clears throat> you you wouldn't understand what it's all about, particularly alchemy. So finding the light, um, I don't want to spoil the surprise by giving it away, but what I can say, uh, sorry, the other way around, I can say what it is not. It is not wisdom. We in masonry often believe that the light is wisdom. Wisdom is part of the answer, but it's much more profound than that. Um, so this is a kind of superficial understanding of the craft. Unfortunately, most Masons don't get past this step. They say, oh, the light, wisdom. Yeah, I understand. I've got to read more books. No, it's not that. The real meeting, meaning is deeper in the ritual. I ought to mention that the teaching about the light is actually completed uh, in the second book, Freemasonry Royal Arch. Um, it goes into much more deep and a, a life-changing experience that proves to each of us that we are immortal. Um, the initiation ritual should be solemn, dignified, uh, done with decorum, so that the candidate takes it very seriously. And I believe this should start outside the lodge from the time the candidate first meets his qualification committee. Yes, I, I remember mine very well. I remember most of the details, but I just I can't remember the chapter that the Bible was on and where the square and compass were laid. And that's always bothered me. But <laughs> you certainly won't forget it if you do get initiated. Well, it's we'll we'll do we'll do a podcast just on the square and compasses. It's it's very interesting. Yes, that's a good idea. Well, this brings this episode to a close. If you have any questions, please email, email on the link below. We now part on the square and we will meet soon. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye.